Well, he's going to get more than the sore back, then. As Matez, bring it up there. Let's see. Got to look over the situation here. Looking over. Don't let it get past. Let's see. Here's a headline. It says, Archaeologists Unearths Ancient Greek Beer Cans. Archaeology's getting right at the basis of it there. Razzmatazz and Rudy too, Rudy too. Razzmatazz, Rudy too. Turn up that uh, gain, please, will you? We're going to try a, a very special experiment in sound. This is our $50,000 secret sound. Uh, there's, there's the clue. The clue is not John gambling with a cold. Listen carefully again. I'll try. What is that sound? That is the sound of shepherds sucking through a corn cob pipe. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Missouri Meerschaum. That's the brand name. What do you mean? That's a Missouri, Missouri Meerschaum. <laughs> hey, George, I'll, I'll never forget the, some uh, some of the greatest artists I've ever known worked in uh, pipe noises. And I remember old O'Brien, who used to work in the pickling plant in the steel mill where I worked in. You could hear him a, a, a four or five blocks away. He He's just sucking away on his Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like my mother's sink at high tide. You know, with all the potato peelings and all that jazz. Let's see. Dear Mr. Shepherd, after I am a 14-year-old girl. When the other kids are playing or in bed, I was uh, listening to you on the radio. I've been listening to her a long time. I just finished listening to your show. You were talking about... <laughs> Listen to this great thing here. Hey, George. Uh, I was just listening to you. You were talking about mothers dragging kids to shows that they don't want to see. Actually, that the mothers want to see. For example, last mother, last uh, month, my mother dragged me to see Mary Poppins and the Family Jewels. Just this week, she tried to drag me to the monkey's uncle. I finally told her I didn't want to go. She said, oh... I know you think it's too babyish for you. You know, Shep, she really thinks I want to see those movies, but that I think that I'm too old for them. She can't understand that I've had enough of Annette and Tommy Kirk and that I just don't like it. She wants to read me Oz and Raggedy Ann. And, uh, well, Shep, there's not much kids can do. They just have to go along with it. Also, I find, uh, let's see, she says, remember the motto of New York, Shepherd? It's Excelsior. Sincerely, Suzanne. P.S. My mother is a lassie and Mr. Ed fan, too. <laughs> oh, gee, where's Wow. <laughs> oh, can you imagine a Mr. Ed fan that's been cut off from home base? I hear that turkey's off the air now. Oh, wow. Holy smoker running. Speaking of anthropomorphology, whatever it is, anthropomorphology, anthropomorphism. <laughs> I always had trouble with that word, you know, because actually I'm a talking horse myself. Uh, while we're on the uh, subject of talking horses here, I see uh, 
little note here. You know, it's a funny thing. Another kid wrote me a letter. This might be a letter night here. You want to hear some more kid letters? I get 50 times better letters than anything that... that uh, what's his name? That guy that always makes the funny sounds on the radio and yells and hollers. Sticks things in ladies' hats. You know, schmoozes around with the old ladies. What's his name on the, on the air there? Uh, what's his name? Finkbinder? Art Finkbinder? Art Finkbinder. Yeah, I remember him, sure. He's on the air tomorrow. Art Finkbinder's, uh, what is it, House of Ill Fame? What? what? What's his name of the show? I, I don't remember. Anyway, it says, Dear Shepherd, after listening to your program on the subject of household myths, I thought I'd write to inform you of a few myths prevalent around my house, which, of course, is a Jersey house. I hope and fear one of them will strike a familiar chord. One, in the summer, if you water the lawn in the daylight hours, the grass immediately turns brown. That is believed strongly by everybody who lives in Jersey. He says, too, anyone who wears a beard is a beatnik. That's one of the big household myths in Jersey. That's true. <laughs> I have trouble with those religious pictures, though, a lot of times over there. Eh? Lincoln and all those guys. Let's see. If you should accidentally touch your mouth against the spigot of a public drinking fountain, you will immediately get trench mouth. Hmm. Yes, I know about that one. <laughs> that was a big thing at my house, too. Well, there's also one about Johnsies, but that's another story. A clergyman knew the secrets, know all the secrets of life, which they withhold fraternalistically from the rest of mankind. This is believed completely in Jersey that one day one of them is going to come out with the truth. But he's been hiding it up to this point. Here's another one. Uh, milk is a laxative. Absolutely. This is believed strongly. My mother used to say the same thing all the time. Uh, cruel periods and certain individuals' behavior correspond with certain phases of the moon. What do you mean, you little loud? That's true. Uh, <laughs> TV, <laughs> TV is a reality. My stepfather actually believes that Mr. Novak really exists. And, uh, well, I know a lot of people today. A lot of people are, are still looking for the hospital where Ben Casey works. He'd like to get yelled at. Here's a, let's see. Exposure to society and the ways of the world would lead... Oh, this is a great one. This is true. This is really a true myth. Exposure to society and the ways of the world would lead everyone toward the same undeniable truths, facts, opinions, etc. Oh, yes. I've had guys look me right now. Shepard, if you've gone around more, you'd realize the truth of what I say. I've been around... All right, here's another one. Members of the family must sit in the same seats at the supper table, day in and day out, because it is extremely bad luck to do otherwise. We never had that myth in my house, except my old man used to go, who's sitting in my seat? And he would grab my kid brother by the neck and throw him across the room, and he would get up and sit in his seat. But it wasn't on mythological grounds, actually. It was on the seniority grounds, actually. Uh, because uh, my kid brother sat in the draft, and I sat where the radiator dripped. My father sat at the only place where he could reach the icebox from where you sat. My mother sat where the stove opened up and blew hot air in her. Well, let's see. Uh, throwing coffee grounds down the drain of the kitchen sink. Oh, this is a myth. Oh, absolutely. Throwing coffee grounds down the drain of the kitchen sink will hopelessly foul up the pipes for all time. My mother, as a matter of fact... My mother always blamed Mrs. Bruner for the time that the sewers on Cleveland Street backed up and flooded all the basements to the height of four feet and a half. She said it was Mrs. Bruner always throwing the apple cores and always throwing the the the, the, the only they have uh, maybe two ounces of coffee grounds a month at the Bruner house, but they drank a lot of coffee. And uh, she, 
crowd that was. Let's see. Epsom salts is the universal panacea. If any part of me goes on the bum, my mother yells, Epsom salts! Recently, I was soaking an infected finger in boric acid upon my doctor's recommendation for four and a half days, during which the infection gradually came to what we call euphemistically in Jersey ahead. To appease my mother, one morning I soaked it in Epsom salts for about three and a half minutes. Later that day, the infection broke, upon which my mother seriously remarked to me, Boy, that Epsom salts really works. That's true. My mother believed. My mother didn't believe in Epsom salts. She believed in sal hepatica. Now, whenever ever anybody, I'll, I'll never forget my, my grandmother, the time she came down with a fantastic case of arthritis, and my mother arguing with about sal hepatica for months on end. Uh, sal hepatica, and she also believed, what was the other thing she believed in? Vicks. I had a mother that when I when I used to just you know look kind of funny around the house would stuff she would stuff me with Vicks like a turkey being stuffed with breadcrumbs in the ears up the nose in the mouth everywhere it's embarrassing I can go on with that but uh, she was a great Vicks she used to make Vicks soup uh, when uh, kids got colds oh it's a terrible scene let's see <laughs> you didn't live in that kind of house did you skip uh, the kind of house you lived in. Here's another one here. I wonder. Here's one. Certain types of people are invariably dishonest. Certain types of people are invariably dishonest. They are Greeks, Syrians, Sicilians, Englishmen, Latin Americans, Arabs, Poles, lawyers, doctors, policemen, politicians, people with bow ties, bearded people, tall people, people who smile a lot, and blonde women, people who have a large vocabulary, and writers, unless they write for TV. <laughs> That's quite true. My old man used to used to turn green anytime somebody showed up with a bow tie on. He said, son, watch out for guys with bow ties and guys that talk when they got a toothpick stuck out of their mouth. That's trouble. <laughs> or a guy with a kitchen mat sticking. Oh yes, eggshells egg are good for the roses. That was a very good one. I remember that. What's that one there? Oh, kerosene kills Japanese beetles. It certainly does. It also kills geraniums. But get on, Japanese beetles, in case you're interested, lady. Uh, let's see. Uh, further myths concerning foods and automobiles are far too numerous to mention here. I can see this kid has a devil of a time around the house. His mother tries to stuff him with Eno salts, uh, Pluto water, or something. And he says, Ma, please, this is a ridiculous myth. She says, Myth or no myth, down the gut. Ah, down it goes. <laughs> I'll tell you, it must be terrible being an adult and having eight kids in your house. All all these kids were reading Henry Miller and Candy and listening to Shepard. It must be sheer hell, I'll tell you. And the old man is sitting out there still eating up Priscilla Lane movies. And, you know, the mother's out there watching Flipper. And, uh, <laughs> you know, this kid. <laughs> I really, I don't think there has ever been a time in the history of mankind when the schism between the generations was greater than it is today. I'll tell you, uh, you know, speaking of myths, uh, we, we had a lot of myths. There's another myth that all people in show business are rotten. Uh, this, is, this is one of the myths. That, that, oh, yeah, that all guys who become successful secretly are first-class you-know-whats. What was the phrase that Truman used? Those three little letters? Oh, sorry. Remember that when he was yelling about that, uh, <laughs> yelling about that music critic that was a famous star. He says if he'd come around here, I'd belt him one in the nose. Truman said that. Can you imagine a, a, a president belting a guy in the nose because he wrote a rotten review of the president's daughter singing badly? You know, <laughs> somehow only in America. <laughs> 
and that endeared me, uh, endeared Truman to me forever. Uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> that, you remember that myth that all guys who become successful, like the myth of uh, what Arthur Godfrey really is like off the mic. Oh wow. Ugh, that's one of the great myths. Oh, man, you ought to know what Jack Parr is like when he's not on a television. Oh, he's got fangs. Oh, boy, I'm telling you, oh, the whole thing. Yeah, the, uh, oh, this, this is an old myth, and it goes, there is another myth that's growing, too, that now it's, it's been switched from showbiz people to politicians. All politicians are crooked, rotten bums, no matter. <laughs> Especially ones that get elected. Ones that don't get elected are peerless leaders who are not appreciated by the public. Uh, right? Okay. Uh, but uh, this, uh, these are all these are all part of the growing myths. Uh, of course, uh, then there were there were the, there was a mythology. I can give you at least forty-five myths that uh, that were very rampant in my neighborhood in Hammond, Indiana, about all female movie stars. Well, one, they were either all one frigid. All two nymphomaniacs, all three uh, alcoholics, uh, all four have a poor little mother who's living in a poor farm somewhere in a place in Ohio in a swamp, and uh, they never write to them. Uh, <laughs> these are all the myths. Speaking of poor little ladies living, this is WOR AM and FM New Yorkie. And uh, speaking of decadence, please uh, hit the button, please, 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 please stop. Miller Highlights in Pop and Pour Cans. Distinctive Miller Highlights in Pop and Pour Cans. Just Pop and Pour Miller Highlights, the champagne of bottled beer. No opener needed. And inside every can, enjoy the hearty yet light goodness of Miller Highlights, brewed from a century old recipe, only in Milwaukee. Miller High Life always gives you that perfect taste in beer every time. Always a bright, clear taste. Unequaled, unquestioned, unchanging. Now you can enjoy refreshing Miller High Life in Pop and Pour cans. Pop and Pour Miller High Life. Always sparkling, flavorful, distinctive. Now in Pop and Pour cans. Oh, boy, there's myths by the minions. Like, like all male movie stars are either homosexuals or dope addicts or both. Absolutely, or both. Either that or they're unbelievably beautiful people. Unbelievably and have fantastic insight into all political situations. Especially John Wayne. Hmm? Uh, let's see. And Ronald Reagan. Yeah, he's also a very smart politician. And, uh, <laughs> and if, only, if only Jimmy Stewart would run for Congress... Uh, there, there, uh, there are all kinds of myths. Another one is that all people who are redheaded have fantastic tempers, absolutely uncontrollable tempers. There's no question about that. And all left-handers are nutty. This is true. We know that. And uh, let's see. Some. What are some of the other ones? All fat people are basically unhappy. And uh, either that, or they're basically jolly. Underneath it all. Or uh, all skinny people are nervous. Very skinny people have a tendency to be very nervous. Very, very nervous people. Uh, <laughs> all little guys have a tendency to want to fight everybody in bars. Oh, they do? All right. <laughs> well, uh, I won't argue with that. There's a little guy just yelling and banging on the door right now, the teeth hanging out and yelling, screaming. Uh, do, you, do you have any, any, any favorite myths, any of you guys? Any great myths back home that you, you would like to... Uh, 
uh, exchange uh, old family myths. Uh, for example, if you uh, there's a myth that if you turn the uh, the faucets on in your house during an electrical storm, it's curtains. Forget it. I mean, it's going to be a ball of lightning, and it's going to be heavens foreverville for everybody in the house. Oh yeah, all Irish are drunks. This is another one too. All Frenchmen are unbelievable lovers. Fantastic. Uh, that's <laughs> another one of the great myths. All Americans are loud braggarts. That's another myth. Of course, that's a European myth. Which, incidentally, they always they always lard by saying to you, "Of course, you are not the average American." I'm telling you that. I, I have. You are not the average American. All Americans, we all know this, are very loud bragging peoples. But you are not the average American. Uh, he has not yet found the average American. <laughs> and these are the myths that, uh, or, or many of the myths by which we live and uh, by which uh, many of us uh, vote and, boy, do almost everything. Uh, let's see, what are some of the other myths? Oh, yeah, dogs go mad in summer. That's quite true. That's quite true. And be careful if you see a dog that has toothpaste around his mouth. I mean, you're dead if you ever get near that dog. Uh, my mother had a lot of things about what she called euphemistically live wires. Uh, a live wire was any piece of wire on the ground. And uh, live wires contained electricity. And if you got near the live wire, well, it was your own risk, you know. It was goodbye. And uh, <laughs> let's see what else. Oh, my mother also had a fantastic myth. I don't know whether it's a myth or not, but every time anybody got a cold, she put a thing around their neck. She would put a, a like a flannel towel around your neck, just wind it all around your neck. Have you ever had that one? And uh, my grandmother, whenever anybody got a cold, and we had this around in our house, it was very embarrassing because my grandmother made it and gave it to us, and it was kept in our medicine cabinet because whenever my grandmother would come over to visit us, she would look in the medicine cabinet to see that it was still there and, and also to see that it was being used. So my mother would pour a little bit off of it every couple of weeks to keep the level going down, you know. Her favorite myth was goose grease. Have you ever had the goose grease myth? That if you got a cold, you lard any cold with goose grease, which is, you know, lard. But uh, if you put goose grease on your chest, the cold was dead. Just like that. Oh, you smelled up, I'll tell you. If you've ever smelled three-month-old goose grease in a hot bedroom in Hessville, Indiana, I'll tell you, it's unforgettable. If you think, uh, if you think Secaucus is ripe, well, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, if you cut between uh, thumb and finger, you die. I never heard of that one. If you cut between your thumb and your finger, you're, you die? It's, it's, a, it's deadly. No, I never heard that one. Well, I heard, I've heard other ones. I've heard ones that if you take your fingernail, you know, you're cutting your fingernails. If you take one of your fingernails off, and you put it under your pillow and you wish three times and yell out at the dogs in the neighborhood and spit at the moon that your wish is going to come true. Now, <laughs> that's, that's a real kid myth. That's not, that's not the kind of uh, basic myth. Uh, uh, people have another myth. Uh, well, there's, there's a lot of myths that have to do with food. I mean, I can't even go into the, the, the food myths. But car myths. My, my father's favorite car myth, Skip, was that there was a guy in Ohio that invented a carburetor. And that carburetor would get 197 miles to the gallon of gas. And actually, it didn't even use any gas at all. You just put water in the gas tank, and it would get 400 miles to the gallon on a teaspoonful of water. And immediately when they discovered that he had done this, they captured him. They did. 
And they bought it away from him, and that's been hidden in the vault ever since by the big companies. Whatever big company my dad was mad at at the time, that was the one that had it. Sinclair, he, he accused Shell of doing that. <laughs> now, there was another one, too. There was another myth that, that uh, there was a battery that, that they were keeping off the market. This was a battery, of course, that lasted for not only the life of the car, but it was as good for maybe 100 years. And it could be passed down from, you know, from father to son and all the way down. <laughs> and that was another one of the myths. Oh, well, the myth, uh, no. You mean that if you strike matches with the thing open? Well, that actually happened to me. You notice I don't have any eyebrows? What? <laughs> no, I don't know about that one. Oh, well, we had, we had a lot of myths. One of the great myths uh, when I was a kid was uh, the, uh, was the uh, indelible pencil myth. That if you get that purple indelible pencil on your tongue, well, it's just a deadly poison. There's no question about it. That many a kid withered and died as a result of sucking on indelible pencils. And, <laughs> and uh, let's see, uh, what are some of the other myths? Uh, 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 New Jersey myths are very strong. Uh, one of the great myths that always follows, uh, in, in partic uh, particularly in, well, I found it everywhere I live, is that the guys from the other state... The next state to you are absolutely nutty, insane, completely ridiculous, idiotic drivers. <laughs> In Indiana, when I was a kid, the, the one thing that my old man used to do, we'd be driving down through, you know, like Whiting or East Chicago or something, and somebody would go, wow, and cut in front of us, you know, and tear a fender up my My old man would say, I am nutty, Illinois driver. You're nuts. Well, pulling those Indiana, those Indiana drivers sure take it from those Illinois guys. Oh, wow, you Illinois driver, you're nuts. Well, then 20, well, hold it there. 20 minutes later, uh, I would be in Illinois, and, and uh, everybody I knew in Chicago had the idea that everybody who was a nutty driver on the street was from Indiana. Now, there is not a single cab driver in New York who does not believe that the most maniacal drivers on the streets are Jersey drivers. <laughs> Have you ever driven with a New York cab driver? I was with a guy the other day who was driving backwards on the sidewalk, and he's yelling about Jersey drivers. You know, we knocked out three posts and a little old fat lady and ran over the lever house, you know, and he's like, You're a Jersey driver! <laughs> Another thing, too, uh, there is a myth among, among, uh, among uh, drivers in New York that the worst drivers are drivers with MD plates. Now, that's another one of the myths, you know, that all bad, all MD play drivers, all doctors are bad drivers. This is a, this is an accepted fact. Uh, what are some of the, oh, here's some of the other myths, that Fords rattle more than other cars. They're tinny. That's, <laughs> that's an old, that's an old automobile myth, and, and that goes back uh, like 500 years. Then, of course, there's another myth that Fords are faster than other cars. Uh, this this was another. There, there's a myth that V8s burn oil. Uh, then there's the then there's the the parallel myth that says V8s uh, get good gas mileage but don't burn oil. <laughs> so you go on up and down the line. Uh, do you, you have any car myths that you, that you remember in there, or do you are you uh, the greatest myth of all is that the myths that you believe are facts. Uh, that, <laughs> that's 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 the true myth. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the great myths is uh, one uh, uh, that that Republicans. Uh, well, now there's a lot of uh, you want to really go into, into into these into these great myths. So, all right, one that the Democrats are the party of the people. That's one of the great. Uh, that's, everybody believes that they're for the laboring man. 
And uh, one of the other myths is, of course, that uh, the Democrats are a warmongering party. That's another one of the myths. Uh, then they, uh, you can just go on. These, these are all various uh, symbolic. Uh, doctors' cars are Oldsmobiles. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's another myth. Uh, uh, another myth, a great myth, is Rolls Royces come with sealed engines. Oh, do they? <laughs> do they? <laughs> it's funny how that, that is an almost unbreakable myth, that Rolls Royces come with sealed engines, and the only people who are allowed to work on those are Rolls Royce mechanics. All right. We'll let you keep that one, too. That's a, that's a goodie. That'll hold you for... <laughs> All these guys, what do you mean? It's true. <laughs> Why, do you know that that myth is so strong that they even believed at one time these cars that Rolls Royces came with not only sealed engines, whatever a sealed engine is. What is a sealed engine, friend? That whatever is sealed, uh, that they believe not only they came with sealed engines, but their hoods had special locks on them. That they do. <laughs> Listen up. All the engineers said, they do, they do. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, there are so many myths about that, and I have heard the variations a thousand times. One of the great variations is about this this great uh, this great uh, man, this this mythical man. He's like uh, he's not really like Captain Ahab. He's like the Flying Dutchman, as far as myths are concerned. He's the mythical man who one time, who by the way, eighteen thousand people all claimed they know. Uh, was driving to the coast with his Rolls Royce, and he broke down in Arizona, and they flew a mechanic out to him with the part, and they fixed it up. And and, uh, <laughs> and this is one of those great untrackable myths. I once had a friend who had a Rolls Royce who called from Montreal and said, fly your mechanic down. And they said, are you out of your mind? And that ended that. Uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, there, there are thousands of these myths that go on and on like that. And, and many of them have to do with, like, foreign cars. Oh, they're, they're, the foreign car myths go on endlessly, endlessly, endlessly. Like, you can't get parts for foreign cars. All right, I'd like to ask you, can you get parts for a 48 Nash? Have you tried that one, on for size, friend? Uh, <laughs> there's a, you know, but, but the idea always is that this is, this is a fact. Uh, another one is uh, there, are, there are 17 different thousand myths about foreign cars. One of them is... Uh, uh, one thing you'll hear one guy say, one thing about them foreign cars, they sure put them together. They never wear out. Well, now wait. Now, that's another one. There's another myth that says, one thing about them foreign cars, they just, oh, wow, they, they don't last five minutes. And, of course, the guy's riding in a Volkswagen that's 150 years old when he says it. Uh, but he doesn't call that a foreign car. That's a Volkswagen. <laughs> and... and uh, there, there, are, there are all kinds of, of, of great myths. Uh, there, of course, the trade-in myth is another one. That we can go into trade-in myths about about cars. Uh, we, do you have any 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 myths in there, you guys? Uh, you don't you don't know any myths? Oh, oh they're all facts. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I uh, <laughs> of course uh, we we had other myths too. One of one of the big myths was the. Uh, well, I don't know about that. White horses have bad feet. That's something uh, that was it's a very specialized one. I don't even know about that. White horses have bad feet. Well, uh, Charlie Mingus always said he had a basic sense of rhythm, too. But uh, <laughs> And I, I used to holler at Charlie being a, being a dedicated liberal. But he hit me in the mouth once, and I discovered he had a sense of rhythm. I didn't do that. 
But uh, <laughs> there, there, there are all kinds of things. Oh, sexual myths. We could go into endless uh, that. And I don't want to embarrass people right there at this right now. Yeah, well, uh, yes, you get lead poison. That's a thing that my mother was always talking about, lead poisoning. And uh, she always said you get lead poisoning if you cut your finger with a pencil. Uh, that was a very strong thing. If you, if you stick a pencil, it's, it's just curtains. Uh, it's uh, either amputation immediately or, uh, you know, forget it. Uh, we, we had, there was another one, too. Uh, we had a lot of them out in our neighborhood about snakes. Uh, of course, we had a lot of snakes out in our neighborhood. And uh, one of them was, of course, that there was a type of snake that would grab its, uh, its tail in its mouth and roll down hills. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, of course, everyone knows about hoop snakes. They've all seen that. They know a guy, at least, who did see it. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so that was, that's, a, that's a fantastic myth. It goes on and on. Uh, another myth, of course, is that, that caterpillars know what kind of summer it's going to be and or slash winter it's going to be. Now, caterpillars, you know, if, if uh, you can see the fur on a caterpillar and if the fur is of a certain kind, uh, that it's going to be a certain kind of winter. Uh, like it, weather myths are endless. I mean, we don't even have to bring in the weather myths. Uh, like, for example, in New York, they firmly believe that what is bad about the New York climate is its humidity. That uh, that's really what's bad about New York. And as a, as a matter of fact, New York has, as far as humidity is concerned, uh, one of the more moderate climates in the country. But we firmly believe that because we confuse all the crud that's falling down out of the air from Secaucus uh, with humidity. And that's not quite the same thing, friend. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, that, that is a, one of the great myths, too, the, the, is that if you go to the Arctic, the cold isn't so bad there because you don't feel it. This is one of the great myths. Well, have you ever been up there? Well, I happened to be up in far, in fact, in Moose Jaw one time in Canada, and I was told by all my friends in Chicago that, boy, I sure am lucky going up in the wintertime because you don't feel the cold up there. It's very, very pleasant. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I stuck my head out of the window, out of the Greyhound bus, 30 seconds after I got there, and my teeth vibrated for two and a half hours, and my eyeballs turned green. And, and I'll tell you, I felt it so fast down into the marrow bone that it was a two, at least a year and a half before I could even walk straight without creaking. And uh, everyone says, you don't feel it. You know, that's quite true. You're frozen so... It's like quick frozen. Uh, you're frozen so quickly that you don't have time to feel it. But in that little interim, it's hell. Now, what else do you have in there? No other myths? Well, uh, another, another myth we have is that fat ladies are fantastically sexy. Oh, yeah, that's a myth. Oh, no, no, that doesn't mean that they're attractive that way. That, that means that they're passionate. That's a myth. You never heard that one? Well, I, I see that I'm with people who have not lived. Uh, they have not been out on the streets. Uh, <laughs> <they're> <laughs> there, there, there are, of course, there are, the, the color of the hair has to do with that, too. Another myth is that people who are blonde are frigid. This is this is another feeling, uh, yeah. That that they're not. Oh yes. Uh, oh, you always know the dark Latin, the passion, the idea of the dark flashing eyes and all that. You know, this is a, this is part of the myth. Yes. Um, oh, guys with red noses are drunks. Well, now is that a myth? <laughs> well, that's that's a that's a that's another. Thing. Look at the red nose, and you got it right there. Uh, some of the other myths, of course, uh, that have to do with the clothing. Uh, clothing. Uh, this is uh, this is another thing too. My mother had an idea that if you wore white socks, you wouldn't get an infection. If you wore white socks, you would not get athlete's foot. 
And uh, <laughs> everybody said, what do you mean? That's true. Uh, and, and whenever anybody whenever anybody was, you know, when the idea of athletes was around, everybody started to wear white socks like mad. Somehow the idea that white socks don't carry germs and blue socks do. Uh, but uh, this this is part of the, of the great myth. Uh, all right, all right, you prefer to believe that. You stick with it. That's uh, <laughs> all right with me. Uh, I'm not going to argue about I don't chew my cabbage twice. Uh, which was another phrase, huh? Chew my cabbage twice. Back and really put people in their place. Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what other things? Uh, well, oh, there were a lot of myths about oysters. Uh, you know about the myths about oysters? You don't know them? Well, I'm not going to be the one to tell you that. Uh, if, if you don't know about that, then we'll just let that go past. And if you do know about it, you explain it to your, your underprivileged brethren around you there. But that's a myth. I know a guy that tried it and it didn't work. Uh, what else you got in there? Any other myths out there? Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, myths, of course, uh, that, that, that relate to names. Uh, there, there are millions of myths that, that have to do with names. Uh, there are myths that have to do with such things as uh, uh, woods, because you don't have woods around here. That the people who live in the country are basically more honest than people who live in the city. This is, this is a, a very prevalent myth. Uh, well, eating fish makes you smart. That's that's a that's a common. What do you mean? I eat fish all the time. Why do you think I get that way? Uh, that's a <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a that's a very common myth. Uh, but the country city myth is an old one and a very strongly held one, and even to this day plays a part in politics. Uh, that if uh, that if you somehow have a bucolic background, you are considered by most Americans to have a firmer grasp on truth and honesty. And uh, if it turns out that you were born in the penthouse on 63rd Street, at 15 feet off of Park Avenue, forget it. Uh, <laughs> you, you, uh, you, quote, don't understand the problems of the people, if that's the case. Uh, honesty myths uh, go pretty deep, too. Uh, it is generally considered that people who have bad skin are quite often not honest. Uh, yes, I've heard that. My mother says, oh, boy, what a... Oh, did you know... Oh, gee, was implying uh, not only skin problems, but also character problems. She had a feeling that if you had bad blood, which came from dishonest thoughts and other terrible practices, that if you had bad blood, it would show up in your skin, which would prove that you were obviously not a person that she would vote for or buy Brillo pads from. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm making my mother sound ridiculous. I'm, I'm applying, I'm, I'm, I'm putting into my mother's mouth here various myths that were very prevalent around, you know, just around. Uh, one of the myths, of course, we always had was uh, a very, pre very prevalent myth was that in the summertime when there was a storm, be careful, you better take the swing down. Uh, better take the swing down off the porch because the chain would catch lightning in it. And everybody laughed at that until the time that Mrs. Swikert's house got wiped right off the map when a bolt of lightning hit her, <laughs> hit her front porch. Uh, there are other, other, other things that if you... Uh, one of the one of the great misses the egg myth that brown eggs taste different from white eggs. Uh, this is a deeply held myth, and in fact, in many places, white eggs sell more than sell for more than brown eggs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, another one of the great misses Shepherd is one a hop head. Two, he drinks when he does his show. Uh, three, he's secretly underneath it all a total, complete rotten. You know what? Four, he's a Jesuit who's been defrocked. Uh, five, yeah, uh, these are all various myths that have hit me with. Five, he's a retired boxer. What's that? 
I'm a what? I didn't hear that, Mike. I just you'll have to say that. I'm a I'm what what what's that? Can you call it? What, what is that one? What are some of the other shepherd myths? Huh? Yeah. Come on, pick up the phone. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another myth. Yeah, I've heard that one. Also, I've heard uh, on the other side that I'm the other, which is another myth too. Uh, however, uh, I, I, these these uh, myths go on and on and on. Uh, the myth what, uh, once a shepherd is 74. Uh, that's one of the great myths. The other myth is that is the shepherd is actually uh, a, a very precocious 15-year-old guy. Uh, another myth is that shepherd never lived in Indiana. <laughs> who the who the devil I ask you would tag that on him as a fiction? Uh, and, and another uh, oh yeah, pe- people come right up to me and they'll say, "Oh come on, Chef, it's a limelight." Oh, did you really? Come on, are you really from Indiana? What are you supposed to say? <laughs> no, I'm actually secretly I'm a basic latent New Jerseyite. Uh, now, oh, I've, I've there've been all kinds of things that. Uh, the, 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 the myth about performers, we don't even go into that. They, they, they develop on and on and on and on. They're, they're, uh, the, <laughs> they go on. We won't even we won't get into that area. But myths that, that have to do with, say, such things as there is a place where the old elephants go to die, and there is a lot of ivory there. My father believed this one. Uh, there is another place where they have ice, there are places where they have ice, and actual people are frozen in the ice. And that if you go to if you go to the right, it's up in the Arctic somewhere that there are cavemen frozen in the ice up in Siberia. Have you ever heard that one? And that they have they have melted them, and there have been actually live cavemen that only live for a couple of minutes. <laughs> that was one my father. That was always promulgated by the Hearst Press. There were always, you know, remember where they had this magazine section that says cavemen that live. My old man, she was wow. Ooh. And then there was another myth that thousands of people every year are killed by meteorites. Have you ever heard that one? you got to be careful of meteorites. At a certain time of the year, you get hit by meteorites at certain places. Uh, uh, speaking of that, there is a myth that persists for, oh, has persisted for countless ages in very many forms. And that is that under the surface of the earth, there is another race who, because they're so fantastically smart and think we're so rotten, that they dug a hole one time and they just left, and uh, they have carried on this fantastic civilization every, for every hour, ever, ever, and ever. And once in a while, they contact one of the great people on the earth, like you know, some sign painter from Jersey or something that gets on the Long John show. They contact one of the great people and let them know that they're down there and bring them down and show him their fantastic civilization. And they say that when man is about to destroy himself, they will come up and take over and show us how to really live. But we're not ready for it yet. Uh, that's also applied to Mars. It's applied to Saturn. That's applied to Venus, Mercury, Pluto. That's applied to seven Centaurian Alpha Gamma Alpha Delta Two. Uh, it's applied to every place other than Indiana, uh, where nobody is yet ready for the truth. Now that's that. That is the greatest myth of all, I guess, is that there is other fantastic races who are looking down upon us, and they realize that we are not ready yet for true civilization and that they're uh, this is this has persisted for countless generations that's <laughs> all the guys are called what do you mean shepherd my cousin saw one a flying saucer he <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah
Oh, well, I've heard that about gum. If you swallow, if you swallow a, a wad of double mint gum, forget it. Forget it. Uh, X-Lax will not even help. Nothing will help. And it'll plug up your insides. And uh, my mother used to say, you'll plug up your insides. Don't swallow your gum. And uh, that's another one. If you if you swallow, what was it? You swallow gum? You had what was that other one, Lee? Uh, no. Uh, if you if you swallow what? If you swallow camber zuzus. Uh Oh, erasers. Yes. Oh, yes. The whole thing about erasers. Well, of course, uh, almost every kid in my third grade class had a fantastic suicidal thing because many of us lived on erasers. But the idea that if you swallow erasers, they will swell up, and uh, your stomach will bulge out. And uh, that's it. I mean, it's just no going back after that. Uh, there was one. There was another one about blotters too. Very much the same. Oh yeah, if you chew up and eat blotters, if you if you eat paper, it'll cause bad eyes. That's another one. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, what was that? Oh yeah, paper cuts are often fatal due to blood poisoning, which results from them. Uh, especially if it has to do with a ditto or a mimeograph copy, which is purple. Anything purple is poisonous. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, especially purple teeth. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, oh, we had one about swallowing toothpaste, that there are at least ten toothpastes on the market that if you, if you swallow enough of it, you die. Yeah, that was one. Do you remember that one? And, and that if you drink enough Coke, it rots your stomach. The idea, oh, that's one of the great myths. That that uh, the gin is not as bad for you as any carbonated drink. That is said by all gin drinkers. Uh, what's this? Oh, uh, yes, yes, then. Oh, yes, yes. Well, any carbonated drink takes the rust off. The, uh, you can't use a brand name, honey. Takes the uh, <laughs> takes it takes the, the the rust off your handlebars, and then they say, just think what it must do to your stomach. On and on and on, the myths go. Stay tuned, gang. Be the, stay tuned for myths. Oh, I mean news. It's called right out.